Hi, welcome, Sina. I, I want to kind of start with you introducing yourself a little bit and your background. Hi, Jaylan. It's so good to be here. I'm so excited to be part of this chat, first of all. I think you guys are doing something really good for people. You know, just to start about how to tell about myself. This, this is one of the hardest questions that I always be asked. Uh, but to start, I moved back. I moved to Canada when I was 18. And then I started studying psychology for like six years, which took six years for me. It's usually four years. And then after that, I, I, I lived in Vancouver for six years. And then I moved to Toronto uh, to do my master's degree. And so it was all about my interest in psychology, how people behave, what they think, what they feel. So I was always being interested and driven by these things. Uh, so I always found myself in psychology somehow. And for the past couple of years, I finished my master's in counseling psychology. And I currently work with children with Down syndrome. Uh, and I, I work one-on-one. I have clients in one-on-one basis. So, um, yeah, there's just a really brief summary of who I am. Well, in addition to all that career tra- trajectory, you're also involved in a very active life with a lot of different kinds of habits. I know because we both live in Cheshma during the summers and I know you wake up sometimes at like 5 a.m., 6 a.m., go for a bike ride, do yoga. Can you kind of walk us through what you do outside of your career and these kind of habits that you have in your life? Yeah, that's a great question. I don't know. I I, I hear that it's, it's somehow in me that I'm like more motivated to do the, do these things, you know, like sometimes like before, like three years ago, I wasn't like this. So I wanted to change some stuff about myself, about my thoughts, about my behaviors. So I started being more disciplined in a way. So like you said, I, we both, our parents are friends actually. And uh, you also kite surf, which I kite surf as well. So it all started with kite surfing and then, I transitioned that discipline into mindfulness and then I started practicing Qigong. So everything was like, in a way, it it wasn't in my control. I was aware of the things that I needed to change, but it changed so naturally that I didn't realize that I, I had to change it. You know, it wasn't like that I put a lot of effort into it, but yeah. Did you, do you think initially find it challenging just because not a lot of people around you were doing the same things as you were doing, or did you find buddies to help you out with it? Yeah, yeah. That's a really good question. I have a really close friend. His name is Sarp. He actually contacted me through, through Instagram saying that I want to swim with you. So I used to wake up at 6 a.m. and then I would swim for an hour. So he texted me being like, I want to practice like swimming. I want to improve swimming. And then we started actually like uh, training together for almost six months, I would say, uh, which was amazing. You know, like working with someone just keeps you more motivated. You wake up and you know that person will commit to the hour that you're going to train. Uh, I feel like that's a big commitment and it relies on trust. You know, if you trust your partner, you're more likely to work together. You're more likely to train together and it's consistent, you know. So yeah, definitely. What what were some other tactics that you maybe employed to like integrate this into a routine in your life? Mm-hmm. I mean, I I really enjoy sports. You know, like since I was a kid, I I really enjoyed doing sports. So it was all about I don't know, like me enjoying it. I I would say. So first, I think you like whenever you're doing sports, you need to find some enjoyment. 
So instead of seeing it as a pain or seeing it as something to take something out of, just looking at the whole process and being like, this is, this is fun, you know? So I think that was the main thing that I motivated myself. Yeah. That's interesting because it kind of goes back. Did you read Atomic Habits by James Clear? No, but I'm going to take a note. It's it's in our Insuma book club. We were reading it right now. And he talks about how to like integrate a habit as a routine in your life. You have to make it satisfying and like associate mm-hmm. positive things with it. So it's interesting how you associated all these like athletic uh, uh, activities with like all these positive things so you could keep doing them. And at a point, I, I think it became a part of your identity. Now, like it's a part of your routine, right? Wherever you go, you continue doing these things. Wherever you go, it's a part of your routine now. And you do move a lot. Now you have come from Cheshma to Istanbul. How do you maintain those kind of habits as a part of your life, even if you're moving to a different place and you have a different schedule? Great question. Great question. I think it's all about like, for example, for me, I do like weekly goals. Uh, you might know the app Strava. Do you know Strava? I'm not too sure. But there are always like weekly goals that, we can set. So I always set that for, for example, I ride the bike, I ride bikes like three, four times a week. And I always have a goal every week. If I reach 130 kilometers, that's my goal. And then if I can't, that's okay. But um, I think working with that goal mindset is important. Like, because when you're moving to a different place, you're exposed to different people, you're exposed to different like settings. So it changes the way you perceive yourself in a way, you know? So sticking to that goal, goal mindset has really helped me for the past three, four years. That's great. And what about a negative habit that you tried like cutting out of your life? Could you explain like maybe a journey that you had in that respect? A negative habit, mm, what would be a negative habit? I would say I stopped drinking alcohol. That's completely a big negative yeah so for the past two months it's a new habit that i broke but so i've been drinking casually like i love beer i enjoy beer like but uh for the past month uh, i decided not to drink any alcohol and that's mainly because of medical reasons i had allergies so i had to actually quit drinking but um i think it was more that I had to stop drinking. That's why I, I actually, I'm not drinking right now. So, yeah. How do you keep yourself from drinking? I don't expose myself to my friends who are drinkers most of the time. I had a lot of friends. I, I still have them. I love them. But I have friends who drink a lot. And I try to minimize the time that I spend with them. So it's been really helping me. For the past month, I've been... I haven't drinking any alcohol, so, so I think not being you I, take I yourself out of say, those situations. Exactly, I think that's the main thing to do. Like when you're when you're exposed to things, it's more likely that you will step in. But when you're when you put yourself outside of that circle of friends or whatever it is, it's easier to look things from an outer perspective. You know, so I think that has really helped me. You were talking about um, how you kind of started integrating these positive habits and letting go of these negative habits about like three, four years ago. Did you notice any changes in your identity, personality, or like just 
overall mood satisfaction? Hundred percent. Yeah, I think that's. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, we all want to be happy in this world. You know, like we all want happiness. That's why we work, we make money, we do sports, we feel good. So, out of all these habits, it's one of the things that I feel clarity in my mind. You know, that's one thing I feel like it's been improving a lot. You know, like even even doing sports makes me feel more focused in a way. And I think that's really precious because attention is precious in life. Yeah, that's beautiful. Okay, great. I think those were really great insights. We can uh, cut our uh, coffee chatter yeah. here. And thank you so so much for joining us. Um, I want to make a little plug in here. I think these yeah. habit journeys are really valuable, and it's very important that you saw all these like changes and positive transformations in your life. And I think Insumo is going to be a solution and an app. That is going to help people do what you did and like help them out and be their companion in this process. So hopefully, as you keep building your positive habits, you'll start using Insuma more. Thank you so much, Jan. It was great talking to you.